wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Waking and a bacon, man. What is a growing on? Ooh, I'm smoking a joint, man. Get really get high. I was waiting for you, man. I was waiting to light this girl up. Yeah, beauty. I am going to talk actually in my, which one is this? Oh, this is a oh, DGC 2018. We get some more glass made, Scotty, by the way. Some more DGC 1s. Um, I got some scroopy noopers in there because I'm normalizing it in my endoid cannabinoid system. Endo. <laughs> No. <laughs> nice. Um, we'll see. I will see. I used to say, yeah, man, this is just couch, not daytime. But as I took more and more, I think it's going to be working out good. But the breakfast bowl I wanted to talk about was hash cookies, man. You got any hash cookies? Mm. I love how you call it hash cookies, too. It sounds better than just an edible, doesn't it? Yeah, are, hash those, are those like Girl Scout cookies at all? <laughs> yes, they're the uh, Samoans. You can't call them that anymore, bro. 2018. <laughs> I did that once on accident. Somebody's like, dude, that's not what the cookie is. <laughs> anyway, like I've been mentioning, I've been enjoying them. I actually used them the other day for a couple different things. One was uh, a car show. My neighbor was putting a car in a car show just to hang out. He's not like competing. And you know what a car show? I'm like, dude, what's a car show good for? Hash cookies. Yeah. So I'm finding more places wow. to use edibles where token down isn't going to be the greatest option. Um, and I, I'm, I'm liking it, man. I'm digging it. And I still do the – I've got, I've graduated, Scotty. I've gone up to about – I took about a half of a cookie. And I was told uh, – Moby Dill said these are about 80-milligram cookies. So I think I had a 40-milligram edible, bro. Nice. Ow. Nice. Where you're like, wow, your cars are very sparkly. And your seats are so <laughs> soft and puffy. This is so neat, man. It, yeah, it came on pretty good. It came yeah. on pretty good. But like not much is going to go wrong at the car show. There's no forced social interaction. I don't have to be like whatever. Like you just, said, yeah. Just don't touch are, someone's car. You don't it's want funny. To. They asked me, what's your favorite car here, dude? And I was like, uh, that late 80s Honda CRX that was turned into a rally car because that was my <laughs> nice. first car. Nice. Really? Not the Lambo over there or anything? Anyway, what do you guys got in the breakfast bowl? Oh, man, I'm actually just smoking a joint, man. I'm smoking a hurricane joint. I was trying to impress Guru. It was like you, you were, uh, we were getting ready to do the show, and I was like, I want to smoke a joint. I really enjoy getting nice and high on the show. And um, Guru was, I was like, all right, I'm going to roll a joint as fast as I can. 30 seconds. I'm like, Guru, time me. Ready? And I, and I, go, I didn't even have it out of the um, out of the drawer yet. I grabbed the the. Uh, uh, mason jar, start grinding it. It got all stuck in the grinder because it was properly moisture. It was pro has proper moisture in it, man. So it took me like 45 seconds just to grind it. But within a minute and a half, we had a joint for the show. So, Oh, I dig. Sorry, that's groupies was hitting. hitting. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming up and forgetting to bring any yesterday, man. Dude, <laughs> I like that about you. <laughs> I feel you. I will. Fuck um, yeah, let's, man. So what we got? What did you see smoking on, man? Show me something good. Dude, fruit helmet. Have you heard about the fruit helmet? <laughs> I'm not sure, man. <laughs> this is fruit helmet posted like by High Hog OG. Sounds like a gay this, insult, doesn't it? Day six. This is over on DudeGrows.com. Pulled a dank nug off there. It's day 65, fruit helmet by Ocean Grown and Ninja. Leaves starting to turn colors under Ooh. rapid LED cobs. It's wow. in the 2700K, Scotty. 2700K cobs, all right? And hey, well, 3500K as well. Let's Since we're, I mean, it is a gross show, man. Guru, help us out. What the fuck? Lower the mean, number, man? the more red it is. Higher the number, the more blue the light is. Because that's Done. dank as fuck. I mean, take a look at the colors on that thing. That's beautiful bud right there, man. He's doing an interesting thing at the end here. He's running 13 hour, or 11 hours on and 13 off. Longer, dark period. Now he's running 10 on. And 14 off to try and finish these off. These pictures look great, dude. Nice and purple coloring in there. What's up? The idea of that is that uh, it, it simulates what? More more uh, tropical conditions it's, and it's trying to uh, hasten the ripening <coughs> period up. Is that right? Trying to speed flowering up? I just think it's kind of, yeah, it could be. I've never done this with the light cycle. as I mean, I've taken it down to 11, but not 10, right. 10 on in a flower. Sure. I just need to more mimic it with yeah. environmental control. But Yeah, I think people try to do that when they've got these plants that just don't want to ever finish up. You know, I'm just picturing somebody wearing a fruit helmet, like walking around a trade show like that's how they serve it. 
That sounds like you. If you go to a fruit helmet party, man, you might be in trouble. All right, executive producer, I'll give it up. Hanging out in studio the other day, South Dakota, John. Yeah, it was really uh, cool, man. What an interesting cat. Yeah, story, right, interesting um, story too. I'll say. Came down and hung out. Cannabis lover has had his own trials and tribulations, to say the least. Um, Life's tough when you live in prohibition land and you absolutely love cannabis, or I'll even go to say, man, you know, it need cannabis. You know, for yeah. me, man, when I go, I need cannabis, man. It keeps me normal, man. My my endocannabinoid <laughs> system is uh, is tuned up. For me to go and do like when I go on vacation and shit, I don't really go places that are cannabis unfriendly because I ain't fucking spending ten days not smoking. I feel ya. You gotta have the hookups. But anyway, South Dakota John, good hanging and uh, be in touch, man. Let us. He's working on actually a book, so we'll keep you guys the DGC in the loop. Yeah, South South Dakota John came down because he was going to a sleep show, and so you know I'm like, all right, I like music. Let me Google sleep. And first off, you Google sleep music, it's not the same shit, man. But uh, <laughs> sleep the band is heavy as hell, man. Oh. Hey, I will tell you, I found oh, yeah. a, uh, a new good band through Pandora, and it's called Acid King. A song came on from a band called Acid King, and I was like, you know what? Well, I probably will like a band called that just decides to name themselves Acid King. I was a dude. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty goddamn good. Acid King. It's just heavy guitar music, but there's a genre of music called stoner rock. You know, I think like Queens of the Stone Age and Caius do it really well, like real guitar driven, almost like Zeppelin Sabbath esque music. You know what I'm talking about? Sabbath esque. Yes. That's I think uh, John called sleep a cross of Sabbath and Pink Floyd. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A couple memes here. Dude grows. Dot com. Yes, sir. Uh, can of here. <laughs> this, this, I don't Wait, wait, wait. Which one here we got? Can of whoop ass yeah. first. Oh, all right. I love that. Can of, can of whoop ass. ass. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I see what you did there. I don't normally get jokes when I get that one. This is, uh, we're looking at like just like the inside of an old travel trailer RV um, with the roof just broken out of it. You know, like some oh, old that's POS. Sawzod. I know how that works, man. That's either, that's a Sawzod. Oh, that is, yeah. Sawzod circle for light <laughs> to get to his cannabis plants. And it says life in prohibition land. But I actually like this setup. Man. Damn, look it's at pretty- the CO2 burner next to it on the right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking hardcore, okay? Uh, I mean, we're near it again. We're near, I, I do like this setup if you have an old travel trailer and it's just from all sides, unless you're going to go up in the top. And then um, someone and just walks pretty- by and when, when the plants are really tall and they're like, you know, you got weed growing out of the top of your house, right? Yeah. And here's the problem. It stinks. <laughs> I mean, you can smell a cannabis plant seriously from a half mile away, you know, yes. especially if it's windy. Yes. Even one dank one mm-hmm. for sure. Yes, I have this like when I roll home last outdoor season and my one neighbor, who you know, gets some bags from me that I gift him, which is totally legal. Yes, sir. Uh, he just like like does the aroma thing with his hand and like gives me a thumbs up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So a can of cooter here. I just picked this one, Scotty, because I'm not sure what to think of it. The picture is kind of just I don't know if you noticed <laughs> the, the cat, I think, is dressed here, as well. And this goes, Guru, I missed the dude. Hold wine to boob to ease <laughs> the pain, Scotty. And you gotta be watching the video show to get this at all. I don't really like, we, like you said, what is happening here? Man. I don't get this, it. Though. No, this is when you're moving, man. This is what's gonna happen. Me, me, is this me, me trying to console <laughs> Scotty I don't, after dude moves? I don't know, but I have enough sense of humor to think this is fucking funny. And we do have a, a, a cat in in the studio. And man. a fondue. Yeah, and a fondue. fondue and matching like tribal Indian. We have the same fucking matching moccasins too. So it's uh, all right, whatever. I don't have a white turtle net. Mine's I'm pretty sure the guy on the left there is an old SNL actor. This it's has Mike to be Myers, a screenshot. Right? I think you're right. Yeah. Mike, uh, yeah. Saturday yeah. Live skit screenshot. This looks Sprockets. like their work. Now's the time on Sprockets that we dance. <laughs> this probably is a Sprockets skit. Good call. All right. Let's Love move it. on. Nothing changing. I ain't moving. I got. I yeah, hey, look at we're you, all good. And what's who we sponsored by? Chieftain Supply. And I'm actually wearing a Chieftain shirt. I wore this shirt uh, uh, last week, and I was like, dude, this thing fits me awesome. I fucking love this shirt, man. And it's got like a little cannabis leaf on there, um, but it's it's mostly it's mostly a fashion shirt that's got a little cannabis wink on there. So shout out to Chieftain, man. They make really nice stuff. Dude, they got the hat, the DGC hat with the joint caddy. 
<laughs> and if you want uh, Allen Chief and Supply, they got all kinds of other gear. DGC10. Coupon code DGC10 to get your DGC gear um, as well as check out everything else. They got a bunch of other cool hats, T-shirts. I'm looking at this hula girl and her skirt is can saying it's undercover. You got to be in the know to catch it. So you won't, <laughs> you know, I like it. Um, Good stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm really we'll big in their apparel. Chieftainsupply.com collaborations. My wife I think is telling the, me we got to uh, go on down there, brother. Was hitting me because I said, I ain't moving. Sorry, I was rambling. I am still moving, but I was saying nothing's changing with the show, guys, other than more great connections and DGC to be met. Yes. All right. Yes, a little bit further to come by the house, that's all. So what's growing on, man? What you been up to? You were hanging out on the town with yeah, the Yeah, I got a good Scotty realism, man, where I was, dude. It was, uh, set, we had Taste of Fort Collins last week, man, which is like some, uh, you know, the food trucks come. And by the way, you know what I like about restaurants over food trucks? I figured this out. You know what a restaurant has a food truck doesn't have, man? What? A refrigerator, Bathroom? man. A permanent address, okay? Yeah, I was freaked out about the food trucks, man, but I was down there hanging out, and uh, it's like 7, it's 7.30, and I'm like, dude, I'm out of weed. I have no weed. And my wife's like, let's hang out for the whole night. Let's go over a friend's house and this and that, and I'm like, I'm bring it. I brought my vape pen is what I brought. So I'm like, you know what? I'll meet you back here in 20 minutes. This story sounds like Scott's taking a run down Mountain Avenue. Dude, I Googled it. What's the organic alternatives? 0.4 miles away. I'm like, dude, this old man can run 0.4 miles. I can see if there's well, any. What, was it like 7.30 and you got to get there by 7.50? Yes. They close at 8. And so I'm like, dude, I got to do it, man. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm not that old. So I just hustle and I just haul ass. And I'm, I keep on thinking about it. Anytime I want to stop, I'm like, weed. There's all the dabs you want over there, Scott. Just keep running. <laughs> I fucking ran over there. <laughs> Got there by like 7.42. So I'm not going to say that a 12-minute half mile, I believe that's a 24-minute mile. That might be really terrible, okay? But I'm proud of myself. I made it. But yeah, went in there for 30 bucks. I got some beautiful dab, grandma dabs out the door for 30 bucks. Really nice. I'm convinced that everybody adds terpenes back because everything sells smells like citrus now. You know what I mean? When does your weed just burst out like citrus smell? Sometimes when it very rarely. Or people pick those but, citrus smelling ones because they make awesome extracts. Baby, but every goddamn dab smells like just bursting out with citrus flavor. And there's a magazine called uh, Terpenes and Testing. You know what I mean? So I'm scratching my head. <laughs> really? Yeah, there is. I'm a actually, whole magazine. I'm actually going to try to get her on the show. You know, the girl seems pretty cool. The oh. editor in chief on the show. But any, anyway, so I just thought it was really awesome. And I was just like, thank you, guys. As I'm walking out the door, I'm like, thank you for this awesome service, you know? And I walked, I had my vape pen filled. I went to a party and fucking got everybody baked. And it all was good, man. So what, you just got some more, you said live resin stuff for your pen? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm done with the live resin. The live resin is 60 bucks. It's like 60 or 70 bucks by the time you walk out the door. And I got a bunch of people I hang ignorant. out with, That's man. ignorant. <laughs> yeah. But I, so I buy $30 really nice grams of wax out the door. And I'm able to share them for $100. I can have three grams of wax out for the week. And people that come over can really enjoy something nice. I'll stick to the live resin. Actually, Meat Chief was talking to me the other day about which dispensaries for flour sure. I'd recommend around here. Uh -huh. And I'm like, in all honesty, dude, I don't buy flowers at dispensaries. Mm -mm. No. And when I get concentrates, it's one of like three brands that I get. And they're carried by almost all dispensaries. So Yeah, I'm not that snooty with it yet. But I'm, I understand where you're going. <laughs> it is great to have. I mean, there's great stuff. But that's almost like saying, oh, when I go out, I just drink the Dom Perignon. You know what I mean? It's $65 a bottle. But why, why not? I'm like, I drink the $15 Chandon because it tastes almost like it, man. Same grapes. Shandon. Shandon. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, good to have options. Good just to Google it and go for your little short drug oh, cool, to, to get refilled. Yeah, it was like if you're out of beer or something, you know? I mean, yeah, some people would be like, man, that's crazy. But yeah, people make beer runs all the time. Yeah. Same thing. No, it's not the same thing, but same Shout idea. Shout out to Organic Alternatives in Fort Collins, Colorado. It was very cool. I saw the owner there who's hustling, doing his thing. Uh, these are you know entrepreneurs doing their thing, not multi-million dollar corporations. So respect to them. Yeah, yeah. No, it is cool. Sometimes seeing the entrepreneurs in action when you think of business, you're like this is they're not going to be around. And I was hanging out at my spot, Virgilio's, man, uh, yeah. Italian restaurant, and you know Virgilio himself I wish I was lived there. Virgilio. I'd I look thought different it, if I did. <laughs> I 
And, uh, you know, sure enough, I thought the first time I met the cat for hot sauce and he grows his own peppers and all that. I'm like, that's pretty cool, man. You know, and then I see the cat that later, you know, a week later, he's in the kitchen telling the guy how he can do this stuff twice as fast, like at 10 at night. I'm like, okay, got to be, if you're an entrepreneur, man, you got to be hands on across the board. But you also have to be a good manager. My daughter is cleaning recharge for a summer job and I made fun of her (laughs) because it took her four hours to clean about an hour's worth of recharge yesterday. And uh, that's not good, man. That's a mistake. I kind of wish I could take that back, man. You pay her per unit, right? I do not, which I'll be adjusting that, sir. Per unit, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes thank you. <laughs> hey, speaking right. of that, man, I was hanging out uh, with uh, with my daughter watching some TV, and a Lipton tea commercial came on, and it said, this is the Lipton Tea Factory, and it just showed this beautiful, just like all these fields of tea trees and whatnot, and does tea, I, I want to ask Guru, I have my own Guru, man. Does, does You're talking tea, about China? Is that where the Lipton Tea yeah. Factory is? Yeah. Yeah, like Sri Lanka or, 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 and things or, or, like that. Where they're actually growing the bulk tea. Yeah. I mean, where where they produce it and put it into packages might be here, but the bulk tea is getting produced. So can, can you just not grow tea here? Does it take a certain kind of soil? That's weird. It's weird that you wouldn't think there's enough people to drink yeah, tea that, here. Yeah, you'd think. Well, no. I mean, think back to like the old English empires where part of their economy was built on tea and the tea trade and yeah. just exporting with the East India Trading Company. Huh. DGC, help me help me understand. What's the deal with tea? Why we got to bring it in from China? Didn't they have a party in Boston? They did. That was a big deal, man. It was yes. a big deal. <laughs> All oh, right, man. Hey. I don't know nothing about the Lipton Tea Factory, but that's what happens when you watch TV. It takes you into those corners of your brain. Go ahead. It, uh, I've been my, my <laughs> kids old enough where we'll watch some South Park together because I don't know. I just still think it's awesome. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think those guys do a good job. I I concur. Yeah, so I'll get I'll get uh you know stuck sometimes <clears throat> watching some commercials with them. Which Jesus, man. <laughs> Dude, I was watching TV with her and I know it's South Park, so what the hell. But it's two gay guys and they're laying in bed and they go, "Oh, we should have used protection, but we didn't." Oh well. And then it's like, well, you can still get tested to see if you have a disease. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm progressive and stuff. Pretty sure they were specific for HIV, right? I don't know, man. I, I was just like, I was kind of a little bit in shock. I'll be, Wait, I'm this trying, is a commercial or this is South Park? This is a commercial during <laughs> South Park. Oh, okay. And I, I was, thought it was like a South Park No, skit. no. It's kinda, you know, it's kind of funny. You're right. Because it was South Park. I'd just be like, oh, that's the least offensive thing they've said all week. <laughs> it's just shocking, I guess, getting used to the new way, man. The new mainstreams is, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes it'll give you a little little thunderbolt every now and again, man. That's all. <laughs> all right. I'm not going to go where my head's going. You got me going into South Park animation. What's up next, man? What are you doing on with Guru? Growing Dude, organically yes. for the world. Yes. Do you remember last week we were talking about uh, growing organically and Guru popped in and he said something very intelligent. He said, hey, man, if we grow organic, uh, we're not going to be able to feed what the 7 billion people or the 10 billion projected people we're going to have in the world. Yep. Yeah. And I was kind of, I was like, I didn't really rebut back because I was like, damn it. I wonder, you know, I'm not really sure. Soylent. It's the answer. (laughs) So I started rereading Growing a Revolution, which is David Montgomery's book. And I love that book. It really explains how a plant, how a plant uses soil, how a plant, like just even to think about the concept that the biggest thing that a plant is built of is carbon and it grabs that shit from the air. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. There's so many really trippy things in there. So there's a part there where he goes over if uh, he he studies it and he says that uh, there are ways, you know, it's it's you'd have to do some slight improvement and they call it organic ish because you might need to occasionally use a pesticide or a tiny bit of fertilizer. Yeah. But he he says you can do it. And he says there's all sorts of studies. I'm actually like I uh, texted him and he's a friend of the show. He's been keeping track of what we're up to, man. So it's really cool to have an author friend, somebody so smart. He said he'd come back on the show and help explain it, but he absolutely... Uh, sure, had- the main restraint is production, right? You can't have enough... You, Guru, you're saying you don't have enough production efficiently when you're growing organic yeah, to sustain. And, and on the scale that you would need to do. And just think about it, like uh, the entire Midwest... Right. Uh, how are they going to keep that soil from blowing away? It's got to They've got to do. Ro- he was saying that everybody, no matter do whether heavy it's, rotation, plant trees everywhere, uh, terrace, do everything. Yeah. Well, what he, what he was saying was that um, 
uh, animal rotation is a big deal. Well, here's here's what I want to one point I want to make. He was saying that no-till was the one thing that everybody was completely on the same side on. Was was completely clear on. He would say that people were divided on whether you had to be completely organic or organic-ish with some synthetics and some and some fertilizers, but not tilling every single you know every single crop and tilling and and exposing that the the earth to the air. That was the big deal that he was saying that everybody universally was against. Pretty interesting, man. Hmm. Yeah, we have to get them on. I mean, it gets to a point where it's just not, it's not a sustainable, we're getting too good at living, damn it, as a human race. Like, well, things maybe balance we, out, too. I mean, if you can have 10 kids because you can afford to have 10 kids and it's cheap to buy food at the supermarket, you know, you know boxes of tricks and, and Cheerios are cheap. You know, but, you know, if it, you know, if that's not the case and you have to grow your own food and sustain your own you know, family, that's a big part of the answer, sure. which is another in my opinion is where food is not grown now or where it could be rooftops. It could be I'm not so saying hang a bunch of lights to grow. That's not really sustainable either. Um, but things could go deep when needed. Like there's so much power wasted. I think when I'm flying on a plane, mm -hmm. you know, and at nighttime, I'm like, Jesus, Pete, look how many lights are on in that city. And next like, time you're flying over a plane during the daytime, but, take a look and see what the color of the soil is. Remember that's supposed to be dark with organic material, like, like compost is and take a look. It looks like a fucking baseball diamond soil across this country. That's what I look at. A lot of. And I'm not going to get into it because we'll move on, but a lot of urban growing, which is happening a lot now. So you take out that part of having to truck it in from from the, the country. It's happening here. It's happening, you know, on multiple levels. I think that's going to be a key to food production as well. All right. That's what you call it now. Urban growing. Hmm? Urban, yeah, urban, you're an urban grower? <laughs> Look, dude, the dude's actually got something from what's growing on. I never, I never actually, I'm, I'm usually the guy that fills this up. What's up, man? I just wasn't, you know, I was just hanging at a house the other night, like one of my, my daughter met some friends, some guys that live up the streets. So I was like, I'll go hang out with these cats, see what they're about, make sure they're, you know, all right, parents, or get, get my two cents in there. And so we're sitting in his, you know, having a couple beers and sitting in his driveway and one cat was like, I knew the conversation was going to come up and I was like, I'm moving. I don't care. Like, what do you do? And I'm like, I do a, a you know, podcast to try and normalize cannabis oh, right um, and in prohibition and all that jazz. And he was like, and this guy is actually, a, uh, well, I'm not going to go into too many details who he actually is, but then another guy on the court who I totally stereotyped sitting there, I'm like, this guy looks like he's a golfer and he didn't really give good vibes on the cannabis. <laughs> I don't know. It just... <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, he's hey, sitting man, there and he starts to there. I appreciate that. I don't know, man. I don't know about golfers sometimes. <laughs> and sorry to you golfers out there. I'll be a golfer someday. Anyway, <laughs> let me get into the get yeah, to the hang point on here. A second, man. No, I'm defending golfers, man. Because go ahead. I've known a ton of golfers that go, It's fucking great, man. You get to smoke weed, man. And you'll that smoke, is, yeah. Yep. And you smoke weed and you go out in beauty and you hang out. So um, I just suck at golf, but I've played it a long time. And uh, I shouldn't say I've played it a lot through my life and always baked as fuck and always with friends laughing. Definitely for people man. being outside doing stuff. But then yeah. it reminds me of that movie Standing Down with like Michael Douglas where he's walking through a golf course with shock. <laughs> Gun and he yeah. just like <laughs> it's a good scene. Check it out. <laughs> I'm glad. Anyway, I see that movie. The, the kids are out front running around and whatnot, and the guy that owns the house, he's like, "Check this shit out," you know. And he turns on his sprinklers for two minutes in one zone, and then it gets dark, and he's like, "Hey, check out the color of my house lights." And he turns them to green, and then he turns them to red. He's like, "All my locks, also, they all bolt dead bolt at this certain like his whole house, everything." By the internet over his iPhone. Is just his phone, which is not crazy. It just, just makes me second guess. And then the other thing we covered the other day with um, millennials owning, on average, which I don't, it's hard for me to believe this, 7.7 .7 internet connected devices, yeah, personal weird, devices. Right? That was weird. It's like, dude, it's one thing to say the internet is now as important almost. Like, if I, if the internet goes out, it's like the power going out. Sure. I mean, I'd rather have the internet go out than the power going out. But now the internet going out, it used to not be that. When we had 56K, but God, the internet's down at yeah, whatever. You know, now it's like, oh shit, I can't, I don't know. Can't There's watch TV, can't use my yeah. lights in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't people roll are, up the people windows. are saying when you're told like to turn off your phones, you know, if you're at an event and you're told to turn off your phones, people are like, Ugh. they give you the face like uh, you know, a, a real like, you know, I don't want to do this face, man. It's kind of interesting, man. People it's are really interesting to see. Me. They won't let you pull like, your phone out at strip clubs. I don't get it. What? Yeah. It's my, a whole new uh chicks in my biology class, man. 
like you say, Scotty, it's always an experiment going on. But the, we're, we're creating a new type of person that sure is going to be like kind of helpless and funny when they're like, like, how do I get my like they always order their groceries through sure. Amazon, Whole Foods, whatever. Like they don't the, the Internet goes out and then they just lose like 65 percent of their normal functionality. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like when, when the hurricanes happen in Florida, that's when I want to so like I'm out of Florida, man. It's because the hurricanes would happen. The power would go out for 10 days and people would be lost and it would almost get lawless and weird for a little bit, man. You know, and then I would go in over to my nursery and my redneck buddy, the guy that runs my nursery now, would just be like. Oh, yeah, the power's off. Yeah, you're right. It is. You know, we've just been hunting for four days, man. You know, something like that. They could just make do with it. No problem, man. Yeah, it's really kind of interesting. Yeah. It's deep. But, you know, I'm thinking of your buddy that's probably a pretty intelligent guy, a successful guy, the homeowner, you know, in, in, in a, a nice neighborhood. I'll assume you live in a nice neighborhood. And, uh, man, he's worried about controlling, turning the lights off with his phone. So that's what he's thinking about. And I just have been seeing this over, I walk by the TV as it's on all day, and I'm like, wow, what did this is like a giant engineered distraction for, you know, for, I don't know if it's middle class or most people, I don't know who they're targeting, I guess whoever it works for. But it's really interesting to see it, man. I was even like at Whole Foods recently. I'm, Jesus, you wanna talk about going to another country, going to fucking Whole Foods, man, compared to my local grocery store. They don't have People Magazine and the National Examiner and Weekly World news and all that shit out there, man. They've got like, you know, organic vegetable gardening magazine. Because for them, in order for you to pay more for their food, you have to appreciate its value. You know what I mean? And, and why you have to understand why you would want to pay more for it. So they want an educated public or customer, man, like TV. And most of what I see in you know, society doesn't want an educated person, man. They want to keep that uh, information. I was actually talking to Guru about it. He had a really intelligent uh, perspective on it where they just want, seem to want to really keep the, the good information. I don't know. What did you say? Information is power and people in power want to work to like, uh, consolidate that power. Yeah, you don't want to go themselves. giving away your power. Mm -mm. Yeah, and I always, I'm idealistic thinking like, oh, we have all this great information. We know how to rebuild soil and how to grow organic vegetables. Why don't we share all this? That's why I love a guy like David Montgomery who like actually takes the time and uh, out of his life to actually share that information and put it into a perspective, you know, a way that stoners could actually understand. What about the inventor of Reddit? You were talking about that too. Yeah, that guy. He, Listen to he, this story. Uh, was kind of ousted from Reddit by his partner. Still I mean, a millionaire. Millionaire walked with like $50 million. Right. Uh, decided to be an advocate for free and open internet and open information. Yeah. And ended up hacking MIT's uh, like collection of academic journals and tried to uh, upload it and share it everywhere. And he ended up getting life in prison for it. Jesus, and which ended up taking his own life. Yeah, he ended up killing himself instead of going to prison for his entire life, man. And that's uh, that's heavy as fuck, man. That guy was trying to share information. And, and yeah, share good information. Good information with people. With people. And like scientific information that could help better the world. Yeah. And then you see, and like, they tried to put him in a cage for the rest of his life. Yeah. And then you walk by like Southern New Hampshire State University, freaking, you know, we'll, we'll finance you on TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of, one of those commercials. And you're like, you're just trying to hold this information and sell it to people that really could use it, you know? Yep. Kind of crappy. All right. I will wrap that up with saying, I don't mind people. <laughs> <laughs> that control their houses with their devices. Just be careful with how much you rely on the internet for everything in your daily life because it's not, it's, I, I have a sixth sense it's not healthy. Yeah, yeah, I saw a King of the Hill episode about that last night, man. Donna got two into MySpace. Let's take a break, man. Uh, check everything out at dudegrows.com and uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Good hanging, dude. Good hanging, brother. I think it's time we change these laws They're from another time And they're sure outdated They're doing it in L.A. As legal medicine we say Had to partner with the government To give them their payday why I say we all need to grow our own private stash to keep 
keep our medicine totally private and tell the G-Man stay out of my body and oh, you gotta let me grow my meds I'm making well I only wish the lawman would get baked as hell and come up with a deal cause prohibition's gotta be repealed It's up to you to change these laws Yeah, they say the talk is cheap and overrated But change starts with today And prohibition's not okay So get your friends and neighbors out to vote and change it That's why I say we are private stash to keep our medicine totally private and tell the G-Man stay out of my body and oh you gotta let me grow my meds I make them well I only wish the lawman would get baked as hell and come up with a deal cause prohibition's gotta be repealed All right, man, on the DGC calendar, yeah. what's this, Canacon, I'm Canacon Boston? man, this sounds awesome. I hear everything good about uh, New England, Canacon, Boston, July 27th through 28th, blowing up. And uh, I don't know, man, so I put this out there over on, on YouTube to get comments. And my buddy Mike, who I actually know is a really cool Colorado dude, says, Mike on YouTube, no way, dude. Boston's full of mass holes, lots of mean people. Is that true, man? It's mass, yeah, it's mass holes. Rich old huh? people with old money. Oh, man. There's got to be some cool stoners over there, man. Come on. Come on. I got to hear what a dab sounds like with a Boston accent. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking about going, man. And Mike, dude, it's, it's it, like it, people are people, brother. There's good and bad in everyone. All right? Don't make me Well, in everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, you can't. I mean, there can be more than not. I mean, Scotty, you've talked about the different vibes between living in South Florida and living in Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah. Um, I, I will know, say, you, just coming from back east, people in Colorado generally are way fucking nicer. Yeah, I agree. Like, and just randomly in your day-to-day, people are nicer. Has, You'll see people stopped at a four-way stop sign all waving at each other like to go, and no <laughs> one's going. Right. You ever like, seen that, that doesn't happen. Back east, that ends with people throwing the finger and yelling at people. You so. pop and somebody stops for you, and you go, hey, how did you know I wasn't a serial killer? And the guy turns back and he goes, because the odds of two serial killers in one car are astronomical. Uh, all I know about nothing? Boston is that they'll uh, waste it on you guys, man. So what the Canacon though here is it's like a industry event kind of like they're trying to do like the Indo Expo slash it's just one so. of those traveling expos. I've heard of it before. Yeah, but this is new. I mean, Boston's just opened up, man, or, or new, you know, New England's just opened up. So I do think it's important that we get out there and support and show, you know, we have a few year jump on them over there, man. Let's let's not have them spinning their wheels, wasting their time with bad product, man. Let's let's get them. Uh, hit oh, them they got a lot of cats going. I know, like this is what's going on because, like, yeah, uh, Mammoth will be out there. Um, you got, I don't know, I'm just looking at the list and there's, there's a ton of people, uh, some DGC and it's because you hear people in the industry saying that, you know, that's where the, that, you follow, follow the wave mm-hmm. West coast. Right. We're hot here in Denver for a while, quite a while, as far as like it, growers that were coming online and now it's kind of just evened out. And then now they're saying like the East coast is the new West coast, bro. It you know makes I mean? sense. It's a place for expansion. You know, there's, there's opportunity for expansion there. Interesting, man. Who else is here? There's an extract. Oh, it looks like uh, Brothers Grimm's going there. Maybe we should hit it up. Yeah, I think so. Dabs and Pollock's going to be hanging. So, yeah, Pino. So, I think we should go over there. All right. I've never been. I have never been, sir. I have. What do I got to eat there? What's the one thing? To, is there like a, a pizza? Is that what I go for? I don't know. In Boston? I don't know. What do you eat in Boston, man? I know there's really good seafood Lobster, there. crab. Yeah, there's real good seafood. I'll be so Some soft shell crab. You can't go wrong with that. Soft-shell Just eat it while you can Boston? still get it. Yeah. Baston? Baston. All right. Deal, man. Deal. 
All right, man. Over on you, what's it, yeah. YouTube here? Best or no social media comments? What do you have? Come on, man. Uh, I was on Facebook. We posted something. Remember, we had that article about Trump federal legalization. Uh, there was there, Trump's. Uh, there's a lot of talk about federal legalization going on. I got it in the news here, but um, so. It, and I was like, dude, I don't trust him. I'm sorry, so sorry, but I don't trust him. And I like the, that uh, the ability, I don't think it's legalization unless you have growers' rights. And if you have legalization and they just hand it over to uh, uh, the big pharmacies, you know, pharmaceutical companies to control, and it becomes a regulated medicine. I mean, heroin is grown, and, uh, you know, that's a lot of why we're fighting. What are you saying you want? I mean, you want, he's going to turn it over to the states to decide. You want the feds? Whoa, that's not why we're fighting in Afghanistan. I'm sorry, what, no, what'd you say? Uh, That heroin, heroin and opium isn't the, I mean, that's like the, they'll say that's the reason why we're in Afghanistan. It's not really, we're there for the lithium. <laughs> Afghanistan sits on one of the no like with this like guy, no man. joke Af- Afghanistan sits on one of the largest deposits of lithium used for making car batteries and all that anything that, that uses that in what the world trick. so it's a it's a rare earth metal deposit and like we can't leave there because we need that lithium and if we leave China's gonna get it so whoa what a trip man yep. what a trip now I completely lost my train of thought sorry <laughs> but we were talking sorry about- you're talking about you just said you, you, growers rights you want growers rights and I said well the feds are going to turn it over to the states so what do you want you want the feds to come out and say like it's federal law across do, the United States do not that every citizen not- should be able to grow six plants or 100 square feet or something like that do not listen to me when it comes to making uh policy the, well, no. <laughs> okay. what, what, what should happen is the feds should deschedule it and then leave, leave, it to the, leave it to the states to decide how they want to regulate it. I think all that's let's, in let's the works. Leave out the government overreach from the federal government and let the states and local municipalities decide yeah. what they want to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh I don't have an intelligent perspective. Like, on like that in, instead of trying to tell all the states, like, no, you have to have marijuana be legal now, uh, and we're going to put all these regulations in place. They should leave it to the states to decide and let them decide how they want to regulate it. Just click this meme right here, man. This is what I'm concerned about. And I will say, I had a cool Facebook conversation, and it was interesting because it started going awry, where the Trump people like to get on and. Uh, you know, like, you know, you know, I think you said, oh, you know, you guys are idiots or something like that. Then the name calling started and I was like, yo, let's try to back it up and just talk a little bit. And it turned out the guy that was kind of getting you hot. You took time to talk politics on Facebook. I trying to learn some things, man. <laughs> and I tried to learn not through the news. I can't trust what I see on the news. So what I try to do but, is get other people to tell me their perspective. So the one kind of, okay. uh, the one dude that was getting kind of getting all hot about it was saying, oh, you hate Trump no matter what he does. And I was like, I don't, I don't trust. But I was, he, he was saying, that uh oh in arizona where he's from the cartel still control there's tons of regs coming across the border uh there's tons of crazy you know dangerous situations everything that goes along with the cartels and he wants to get them out of there and i'm like that's a pretty cool perspective man it's an interesting perspective i see why you're talking the way you're talking man you know Uh, it's really cool but okay this meme says a brand new 2017 mercedes-benz slc 300 costs forty-seven thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars a one-year supply of drug that treats multiple sclerosis costs sixty five thousand dollars and doesn't even treat it effectively they don't really have treatment for multiple sclerosis all right my my point my point is (laughs) so so it's sixty five thousand dollars for like hopes and dreams versus here's the bottom when the life-saving medicine costs more than a luxury automobile you know there's there's a problem and i agree with that and i think that a big business guy like trump could very well and somebody that's never smoked weed in his life i don't think he's sympathetic to it i don't think he understands the medical benefits of it could say uh hey i'm just going to leave this over to the pharmacist it's the response the the pharmaceutical companies that's the responsible thing to do uh, and let them figure it out they're good people and they'll figure it out and the next thing you know cbd costs $65,000 a year for treatment. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's scary uh, across, you know, thing to think about there. I don't, it's so hard for me, I don't know why, I guess when you're looking at this meme to believe they'd be able to control this plant so much that they can, you know, exponentially charge. But I guess when I say that, they controlled it enough to make it sure. put people in prison. So sure. that's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they certainly can. 
And I just think if you, uh, you know, without growers' rights, and, and I'm not sure that it's getting, I just like the whole decriminalization thing we had going on, uh, where it just, uh, you weren't getting, bu- you know, I'm, I'm a very simple person. I don't really understand politics. I don't talk to lawyers very much. All I know is you can get pulled over and it can smell like weed in your car and the guy can decide, the cop can decide to take you to jail or not. It can either be something they give a shit about or something they don't, you know? So, yeah, for me, it's You're just, Get the growers' rights. This is going to be up to your state. I think the feds are going to declassify it. And it's going to be if you're living in a state where the people in charge are like behind closed doors, we we really shouldn't let them grow, man. It's going to cut into our profits for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a commonwealth to me. Then get out of there, vote with your dollars. I don't know, but you've got to make it happen that you can grow or else they are going to control the. And it's so easy to. I mean, granted, this can come in a fancy. I don't know, milligram capsule and it'll be precisely accurate from your pharmacist, but it doesn't have to be like that. It's pretty easy to medicate with cannabis that's multitude exactly, of ways. But that's exactly so. what heroin is. Heroin is this ultra pure pharmaceutical that's only distributed by your pharmacist and you go to a doctor. And by the way, just a few years ago, we had a terrible epidemic where, uh, you know, doctors who are you know, ruled by money as well, they're in business, uh, were prescribing heroin to their good patients, like, you know, like it was going out of style. Yeah. Well, uh, if you want, Guru, you said earlier before we move on here, just check out the uh, there's no there. That's not a good cure. There is no cure or not a good cure for MS. And cure is a strong word. Cure means like you're cured of the disease. Yeah, but treatment. But yeah, guess check out Michael J. Fox, man, to search him in cannabis and you'll find some cool videos and him speaking on that shit and how much it's helped him. So absolutely. My, my aunt actually uses uh, cannabis for her MS. Was she in Back to the Future, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you know, dude? Oh, hey, I got one last thing, man. All right, one last thing. One last thing I learned from social media is that Chris Trump has nothing to do with Donald Trump. He's actually a super cool Korean natural farming guy. Well, you just assume anybody with the last name Trump is, we were, like, no, we were joking ar- No, we were joking around a couple days ago about it. I yeah, yeah. The last show, and I, I don't know if I said anything or not, but I didn't know who he was, and uh, I took the time to, to learn about who he is. Korean natural farming guy. He's actually going to be at the... Uh, um, uh, what a regenerative, how do I say that? Guru, do you remember how to say that? The regenerative cannabis conference and it's, uh, regenerative aquaponics. I don't know. The, the conference that Aquaponics Steve is, is putting on uh, with July 21st, I believe, somewhere, somewhere around there. Check it out. Anyway, I did a really good uh, uh, promo for him last, uh, last show. Not so good this show. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was just letting you murder yourself. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? I will say I'm not normally uh, prone to different weeds, but yeah, I think I smoked a whole joint of that hurricane and it might've wiped me out like a hurricane, man. All right. Like we'll take over ball. for the news here for a minute. Words I don't mind. Hurricane. I don't mind sounding politically ignorant covering this story, but hey, this is titled politically ignorant. I love it. Boehner. Is that how you say his name? Boehner? John Boehner. Or, or Boner. Boehner. <laughs> Sorry, it's a good one. That was a good Boner's one. Better. Boehner says government should get out of the way of marijuana. This is out of nine. WCPO, Cincinnati. Um, for decades, it says John Boehner was against the use of marijuana in any form. What was he? Speaker of the House? Was speaker, that what he was? speaker of the House. What do they do? They just speak? They talk a bunch of shit. They're, they're like the leader of the majority in the, the House of Representatives. So he's like the leader of all the Democrats in the House of Representatives. Okay. Well, this is where I'm trying to ask Scotty if, he, if, he, if this is if you call bullshit on this. So yeah, of course, now we've off. covered it. Yes, I do. Just because, <laughs> yes. just because the guy's name is Boner and he's the leader of the House of Representatives. So well, no, former. Shit. Former. Um, he's he, he has since uh, joined a company promoting medical marijuana. Um, and <laughs> that's if I just you know. stop for one second, man. So he gets out of Congress and then he's just like, "Hey, man, I'm available. You yeah, guys want to hire me for like a." You know, for, for a job or something or for speaking, you know, and then these guys come up. The company has the most that's able to raise the money is a medical marijuana company. So he's it's like, yeah, not just cool. it's acreage holdings, a firm that operates in 11 states. I, I love it. But I just love the fact that I don't love the fact it makes me so sick. that These guys are just up for sale. As soon as he gets out of office, he's like, who wants me? Or, what do you I, got? I don't think that's how it was working. I think he was hamstrung while he was in office. And once he retires, fuck it. I'll do whatever I want. Yeah, no, hold awesome. on. Let me finish covering awesome. it because Scotty's painting the negative picture immediately. Well, because um, as soon as he gets out of office but serving the public, he goes and, uh, and and takes a stand. He couldn't do that while he was in office? 
Um, I guess that's how politics work. I have no idea. I hear you. For anything like that, 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 that's that's awesome. pretty pretty general uh, practices in politics. You, you, you. Let's not, not offend not, anybody. Not offend anyone. Not <laughs> take their stand in, until let's you're out of paid. office and yeah, let's get you don't paid. need to get reelected next yeah. year. Oh, he's rich now, huh? Cool. <laughs> All right. Regardless, uh, so I, I don't need to go on any further to get Scotty's opinion on it. But I think the he's now fully into cannabis, though. He said if he saw what, you know, the children – with epilepsy, really moved him. He's like, it's obvious, you know, our vets with PTSD. And, you know, I've, that's why I've changed my mind. So you just call BS on all that, but wait, right? You don't think him and all of his contacts from 30 years of public service in the House of Representatives, uh, couldn't it be really beneficial to the cannabis industry and our movement to, sure. with legalization? Sure. So to just out and call him a phony and just someone up for hire, like... He I mean, is cool. a phony enough for hire, but we hired you, a powerful phony. Yeah, when are you? Well, I mean, ideally, you kind of. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not excited about the powerful phony we got on our side now, man. <laughs> Good. I mean, it's better than having no power on our side. I understand. I understand. All right. Well, let me hold on. Let me look at this picture one more time. I'll make a final decision. I got to see how tan he looks. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, I call bullshit. <laughs> Let's. I got one more story here. Um, I'm not. We're not. I'm not. We're not the the greatest on the political coverage, but that's fine. No, this just, is out of. We bring uh, it up for discussion too. Honestly, what's that? I bring this stuff up for discussion, and then we. I learn from it, man. Guru teaches teaches me a lot. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The DGC teaches me a lot. That's why we have that community. So we have our tribe. Hey, take me over to uh, the next story is a little more politics, and I'm not I'm not into it. Take me over to what you got going on here. What did you find over? Uh, we've talked about TED Talks before. If you guys don't know what TED Talks are, you're missing out on some some really good stuff. They'll make you laugh. They'll make you cry. They'll make you more intelligent. This was, um, was really interesting, man. That uh, yeah, what was this about? This was about addiction, and it was, I, what do you say, Jonah Hari, I believe is his name, uh, and okay. just a really smart guy, and he starts talking about addiction and how. Um, how basically, he was talking, he cited a bunch of stuff that said this, it's really situational and environmental. And he talks about like the guys that were in Vietnam, how like 20% of the guys in Vietnam were using heroin like daily. And because they're just in this horrible, horrible situation of death and horror. And so they're, you know, their environment, you know, was one where they were like, I don't want to be present in this environment. So they would do heroin to pretty much, you know, to, to just kind of numb themselves. Um, they were saying when they got back that hardly any of them are very, you know, they were thinking we're going to have this huge problem with, with uh, you know, addicted GIs, and it wasn't. You know, you had some, but it just wasn't because they came back and they had things to do. And he was citing this rat study that I think that they've talked about on the Joe Rogan podcast before where when they give rats cocaine – or, uh, or when you regular, isolate it and give it cocaine. Yeah, regular water or cocaine in a cage with absolutely nothing in it, they go for the cocaine. As soon as you start putting, you know, colored balls in there and other rats in there and stuff like that, man, they don't do it, man. You know, they, uh, they, they put just female the rats water. in there too. Yeah, yeah. And then the rats just say, no, the coke kills my boner, man. You know what I mean? They just uh, do the water. They prefer- <laughs> uh, no, that's very, uh, very interesting point. I, I think I've heard this this TED talk. Reminds me of other things that are, um, you know, as far as yeah, vets coming back and situational things. But I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Well, Man, the Scrooby Neighbors just makes me go into different parts of my head. Well, it's probably longer. What's growing on? You think, Guru? How long is this show today already? Bring it. Forty-five minutes. <laughs> talking anyway. They were, they um, were talking about. They were talking about um, uh, even Portugal, the country, how when they stop punishing people for being addicts and pointing fingers at them and putting them in a jail cell. um, Treat it like a public health issue instead of a uh, criminal issue. Yeah, and they did interesting things like subsidize their their employment where they went to somebody and go, hey, look, this guy has addiction addiction problems. He's trying to get over them. We're trying to give him something to do during the day and look forward to. Um, We'll pay pay his salary. He's going to come and be your outside salesperson. If he doesn't do anything uh, super productive, it's not a big deal because we're paying his salary for you. And the guy ends up maybe working himself into being a useful employee. I mean, stuff like that. And then I was thinking about Bourdain recently, you know what I mean? And, you know, we were talking about just being in the kitchen so long, how tough that can be on your psyche, you know? And I was just thinking the environment, man, being being out there in uh, such an unnatural environment, I think is uh, is really tough on you, man, mentally. 
what unnatural environment regarding if, if the, you're in a kitchen i was thinking about anthony bourdain being in a kitchen for so long you know he's not known as being a really smiley guy you know what i mean he's actually i think he's known for really telling you that you know the straight grit you know i'm telling you, you know, make it on your talent and your grit you know that's what i liked about him you know what's up with these cooks and that i saw in, in your place the other day it's uh, what's his name has the guy that yells at people straight talk gordon, i love gordon, gordon ramsay i love that him too business. Yeah, there we go. Tells the them, I was going to say, tells them that their restaurant sucks and you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> You're a pig. <laughs> That's oh, the I used to anyway. love in the kitchen nightmares, man. But I don't check know. out some TED Talks if you guys haven't. There's a link in here in the show notes to that if you want to check it out. There's a bunch of other cannabis-related good TED Talks, all kinds of stuff. So oh, yeah, Really interesting stuff, man. Good conversations. If you guys want to have some conversations with me about that, I'm over on Facebook and uh, doing a little bit of Instagram, but mostly on Facebook if you want to chat with me. Cool. I'm usually chilling at my house or um, sometimes out and about. All right. <laughs> Let's do some shout outs. <laughs> we got to watch our strains, man. I'm telling you, both of us got our dicks knocked on the dirt today, man. Yeah, a little bit. It's all good. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. I'm sure. What do you got? I got small tubes. <laughs> okay. Houston, homie. Micro T and Crocodile OG. Yeah, man. I saw a, uh, what was it? It was a possum riding a crocodile. No, it was a raccoon riding a crocodile. That's oh, very cool, ever, sir. B. Mitchell and Greenbeard420, DGC. Skip Jones and Bud Pucker Arms. Yeah, don't forget about Geohawk and Frosty McNuggets. All right, Frosty McNuggets. Yeah. You know what? That's a show. Put it in the bag, man, because I'm on top, man. <laughs> My dog's got a dog. He's out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. Take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads and natural Go ahead and try something new It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good on It's just weed It's just weed I like to smoke it out be loud Smoking weed, I ain't got nothing wrong.